Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast is Joey Kendrick. Joey is a bowling coach at Emmanuel College. Joey, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, well, I appreciate it, guys. Thank, thank you all for having me. All right, Joey, let's get right into things. First off, can you just share some information about Emmanuel College and the program? Uh, well, it's uh, still a relatively new program. Uh, this is our sixth year of competition in USBC Collegiate Bowling, and it's my fifth year here as the coach. Uh, we're uh, located mm-hmm. right outside of Athens, Georgia, uh, probably about 20 miles outside of Athens, and that's actually where I'm at tonight because we have league over here tonight. And uh, it's, a, it's a smaller school. We have probably around 900 to 920 students. And uh, we're kind of the suburbs there, uh, about an hour or so outside of Atlanta. And we're probably about 15, 20 minutes to South Carolina. Well, as far as the size of the school, that's, uh, uh, you know, being a little bit, it's probably class size is probably a little better. You get a little bit more kind of one-on-one type of attention being it's not a, uh, uh, you know, a massively, you know, sized university where sometimes the kids kind of feel swallowed up in big classes, you know? Correct, correct. I, I know I was uh, I was a coach there uh, at uh, Florida State University for 10 seasons, and uh, I attended school there as well, and it's, uh, it's, it's a lot smaller. Uh, I know we, uh, I never did, but I knew of a lot of students that have classes where there's, you know, close to four or 500 students, and you never even got to mm-hmm. meet a professor, more or less, get to have one-on-one time with them. And our student-to-teacher right. ratio is, is under around 20 to 22 students. 20 to 22 to one. Uh, the, the school's been very supportive of our bowling program. Uh, it's a real, it's a real family atmosphere at the school and the professors are, are very approachable. They're, they're willing to work with us on things. Uh, it's just been amazing at how they've accepted bowling and, uh, they're continuing to expand sports programs just this week. They announced that they're getting into the world of uh, collegiate bass fishing. Uh, so they're starting to, which we're right outside mm. of Lake Hartwell. So that, that was a, a big addition. And in a meeting today, they were saying that in just a week's time, they've already got like a hundred inquiries of people, uh, students from the state of Georgia, you know, already trying to uh, apply with interest for, for that program that's starting up. Wow. Well, Joey. So, when it comes to recruiting and getting kids interested in your bowling program, what's the what's been what, how have you been doing that? And and um and it looks like taking a look at your roster, you have recruited mostly um, Northern Florida, Florida, and Georgia folks. But talk about how you're able to recruit the people that you've been getting to uh, to bowl for you. Well, uh, there's there's several big uh, recruiting events throughout the year. Of course, uh, with Turbo Products has the College Expo. Uh, the Turbo Clinic there that it's in connection with uh, Junior Gold. I've been fortunate enough to go to that for the uh, past three years. Uh, also mm-hmm. with uh, the stuff that USBC does with the college experience there with Junior Gold. And uh, actually I got uh, several people that I've signed through going to the, the combines up there, at the training center in Arlington as well. They do that once a year. Uh, we're, the area that we're in being this close to the Atlanta area, there's several youth scholarship tournaments that happen uh, probably twice a month uh, with the top dogs. And uh, 
the Georgia Youth Bowling Tour, uh, and we're also not far from uh, the Carolinas with North Carolina and South Carolina, where they have several different uh, youth scholarship tournaments as well monthly with mm-hmm. uh, the tough tough shots, the GY, uh, the TSRs, and they also have what they call the All Stars, which is Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and all these tournaments are actually bowling sport patterns, which is just very good for recruiting. Uh, and, you know, I try to make it a point to get to as many of these events that we can, uh, try to build relationships. And uh, fortunate enough to watch these bowlers more than just one or two times, just get to see them over several years and how they develop and interact and, uh, you know, and, and we're able to recruit them through that process. Now, when you, when you look at and you're talking about your practices and preparing for tournaments and stuff and looking at uh, working with your working with your team, do you do you work mainly on strategies like with maybe the physical game or maybe more with lane play or you know surfaces and uh, arsenal adjustments that kind of stuff or what is the uh, maybe even mental game stuff? What what kind of stuff do you guys focus on the most? Well, we uh, well I focus a lot early on. Uh, you know, the first probably the first couple of weeks we, we look at mechanics a lot uh, with timing. Uh, target shooting, repeating shots, you know, trying to repeat our ball speeds consistently. Uh, and as we get closer uh, to tournaments and competition, we really get into lane play with surface adjustments, mm-hmm. uh, type of play, uh, a type of uh, the lines to play, you know, playing as a team for one. Uh, college mm-hmm. bowling, it's all, it's all team format. And, you know, they, they, they put some tough patterns out for us. And we working as a team we really break those patterns down quick and it becomes all about you know reading the, the ball you know the ball uh making adjustments you know looking for the transition and staying ahead of of what's going on on the lanes and uh and a lot of times when they come in the first thing we do is we teach them we we, we put a lot of concentration on certain parts of the lane that, that we like to play and and on the fresh the burn and uh, mostly, and because uh, that's what we see a lot of times. We see fresh, and it's like we almost go straight from fresh to burn in college bowling. Mm. So it's kind of kind of play that tight line, and then let's jump left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's you know uh, some of the freshmen, uh, the girls, the last tournament we bowled at the, the tier one Atlanta, uh, the shot was they they had to move left pretty quick, and getting in the last game, some of the freshman girls were like, "I've never played this deep before," and I'm like, "Well, you were doing pretty good at it." So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's kind of, it's kind of that shock early on in fall semester, the first couple right. of tournaments. You know, when they when they get there, we tell them, all right, you know, you're probably gonna play further left than you ever have before, and they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And uh, you know, that first tournament, they were like, and you know, even parents are commenting how I never knew my daughter or my son could get that far left and and play. And I'm like, well, that's what we work on a lot. So you right. know, we we we, cust- we concentrate on the fresh and you know, trying to you know educate them on. Uh, surface adjustments that was a big thing with our, our men's team last year was you know uh they all came in and they all want to have balls shined up and watch them hook on the back end like whoa we gotta we gotta take some of that that, that shine off we gotta be able to make the, the shots more predictable we gotta be able to read the the break points better and so we can you know get our adjustments and be able to control what we're doing and uh and this year our men's team is, is off to a pretty pretty strong start uh uh, we were, unfortunately, our, our first tournaments uh, got canceled uh, because of the hurricane that came through uh, North Florida mm. area there, and, uh, mm. and so we missed a couple couple tier tier two events there. So we only have three tournaments under our belts right now uh, because of that. Uh, but uh, mm. we're we're fixing to pick up the two tier ones, and then 
as a result, we're going to have kind of a heavy schedule there come uh, the end of January, 1st of February to kind of make up for that. So, uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, working about, you know, playing as a team. Uh, that's the main thing. Uh, it's, it's, it's so key in, in what we do. And Joey, taking a look at your background, you've, you know, been in bowling now for a number of years and, and been in the pro shops and done coaching and done kind of everything. How much do you get into layouts and and some of that with the kids? Is it kind of how much they, they're interested in it, or do you want to get into all of that so they understand their ball motion and ball roll? Yeah, we, we do. I, you know, I give a lot of input on that as well. We're, we're in the process now of getting all the pro shop equipment there on campus. We do have an eight-lane bowling center on campus uh, that, that right there in the athletic center where my offices and all are. And we're adding all the pro shop stuff so that we can do more stuff in-house. Uh, we're, we're fortunate that we have several pro shops that uh, work with us and, and help our bowlers out. And they're, they're very knowledgeable as well. And a lot of them I can just I'll send a note or I'll give them a, a phone call and just say, hey, I got a bowler coming in. This is what we're looking for. And this is the type of layouts. And, you know, they take it from there. Uh, I know it's getting... I don't want to say it's getting easier, but with the new specs that are coming out, it's kind of, you know, it's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious how this is going to go in the future. So I know some of the balls that are, are being coming out now, I'm like, well, I don't know if I could have laid that ball out a couple of years ago, but with the new specs now, I'm like, well, it's, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, 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 we'll see, we'll see how things are going. So. Yeah. And those yeah, new specs have opened up, you know, a lot of different options uh, for layouts that, you know, people have not been able to use before. I mean, there's uh, there's never been a time in competition where you or I or Tim uh, were able to use a ball with you know two and a half ounces of of side weight, for example. Correct. I don't know if I want to use one with that much, <laughs> with that much. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, again, it, you know, for us, it's especially me as a coach. I need to be able to you know to watch that ball and, and, and I need to, you know, I'm expecting a certain reaction, you know, when, when you're throwing this ball mm-hmm. with this type of, of surface on it, with these types of layouts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't want it to, you know, kick up and, you know, like it's on steroids on the back end now. So, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that's some of the, that's, that, that's where I kind of get a lot more involved. I know when I first got to a manual there <clears throat> at, at Florida state, when we were there, we had our own pro shop and I ran that for years and, you know, I, I knew mm-hmm. what every single bowler, what their ball had, how it was laid out. You know, I knew exactly what to expect when I first got to a manual. It's, you know, I started there in September, right as the season getting ready to start, and I'm kind of like, wow, okay, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're and it was, it was a, you know, me trying to educate them real quick, like on, you know, this is why we, you know, you don't want to come in here and just stack everything out with all these aggressive layouts. It's, it's a, it's a long it's it's a marathon a lot of these tournaments and we got to be able to, to stay in it and be able to control what we're doing so and along those lines how how does urethane play a part in your arsenal when you guys are bowling at tournaments uh well i'll keep my opinions on that to myself uh, but it's uh it, it, it's taken over especially on the men's side in college bowling uh and and i was having a conversation with our bowlers yesterday he's He's going out to the trials, uh, and he was telling me about, you know, he wants to get these urethane balls, and I'm like, that, you know, urethane is is, is good, but it's you got to you got to know how to work with it. Uh, it, it it's it's what everybody's going to, and uh, it's not a to me in my opinions, it's it's not you don't want to just use it every once in a while. It, it's something you gotta you gotta because the ball reactions are gonna be different from what you're used to with reactors. 
Um, but it's 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 what everybody's going to. It's uh, a majority of a lot of teams out here having a lot of success of, of using nothing but urethane now. And, and I know this past year at Junior Gold, uh, uh, it was really it, it was it was a real experience watching you know some of the some of the young bowlers there, especially on the men's side, using nothing but urethane and how you know the things they're able to do with it and i was just like wow and it was it was shutting people out you know it was shutting some of the other guys out that didn't have the euro thing uh mm. now it was you know not only an advantage for those that had it but it was kind of a disadvantage to those that, that didn't have it and weren't used to using it so uh it, mm-hmm. it's definitely changing the game a little bit i believe well there's def- there's no doubt there's a difference in the ball shape you get you know based off of the different cover stock material it changes your angles and break points and how you see the lane and how it breaks down there's there's no doubt about it. Now you, um, you're a, a coach yourself. Who were some of your uh, coaches and influential people growing up that that gave you this knowledge uh, to be able to to pass this along to the to the students? Well, uh, you know, growing up, I, I was I got started bowling and kind of later in life. Uh, I was probably 18 or so when I I first really got serious about bowling. You know, we didn't. I came up in a small town in, in southwest Georgia that we didn't have a bowling center. Uh, and, you know, my parents, you know, of course, they refer to them as bowling alleys. Uh, they, they refused mm. to let me go to bowling to bowling alleys in the bigger cities because they, they thought they were bad places. You know, they associated it with drinking right. and, and, and so forth. And, you know, we got our own uh, a bowling center there in town. I, I got real intrigued with it and started bowling. Uh, some of the local guys just kind of started teaching me stuff and, uh, I've, I've, one of the first people I met was a, a, a PBA senior member named George Benkitas, and he worked with me a lot and uh, just you know started showing me a lot of stuff and uh, helped me a lot with that. And uh, and then as I got more into it, uh, Jeff Kendall Spire from Kendall Lanes, which unfortunately just got destroyed from the hurricane down there in Mariana, Florida. Mm. Jeff really really mm. taught me a lot, and he's the one that got me in the bowling business. Uh, I was a sales rep with Coca Cola, been doing that for years, and I was looking to get into coaching and I was looking to go back to college and uh, I, I never dreamed it would be coaching college bowling though. Uh, hmm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he got me into the bowling business. Uh, the YMCA in Bainbridge, Georgia had a bowling center there and they just opened it and he was there running it. Uh, and he brought me in and from there I, I got uh, at Florida state and, and Mike fine as he with, who is, been at University of Kansas for years, came over to Florida State after mm-hmm. Martin Overby passed away. And Mike just really kind of took me to another level with, with college bowling, mm. uh, the coaching aspects of it and all. And, and uh, of course, Stephen Padilla there. He, uh, at the time I first met him, mm-hmm. he was with Kegel, and now he's out at the training center. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to travel with him a little bit uh, right after Marvin passed away. Uh, he was helping coach at Florida State, and my wife actually went there to bowl And right, as Marvin, right after Marvin passed away. And Stephen kind of, kind of took me in a little bit and got showed me a lot of stuff right before Mike got in. So mm. it, I was very fortunate. There was people in place there that just they were very willing to share, you know, uh, experiences with me. Yeah, and a lot of people with a lot of knowledge and experience, like you mentioned, you know. Enjoy my final question with um, with it being the Storm Collegiate Spotlight to- uh, spot podcast. So, uh, explain and share with the listeners how Storm and, and Roto and SPI were able to to help the team out and um, and how that works for the teams and when you guys are traveling and heading to your tournaments. Uh, St- Storm is Storm has been great. Uh, we my relationship with Storm uh, goes back to uh, around two thousand eight two thousand nine when. 
when Roger was with uh, Rotor Grip, uh, who was part of the Storm family, uh, he reached out to us at, at Florida State, and I, I met him at Bowl Expo, and I just was mm-hmm. talking to him about college bowling, and we kind of built up a little relationship there, and next thing I know, he wanted to start doing some sponsorships with us with Rotor Grip, and from from that point to the time I left Florida State in 2014, we were uh, we were sponsored by Rotor Grip there with with the women's mm-hmm. team, and they were just you know so helpful with us. Uh, uh, Ralph Salon with is our sales rep in this area. Ralph is great. Anytime I, I need, I have questions. I have a board. We're looking for a specific ball, you know, to fit in the arsenal, and I, I can call him up with a side. I got this board with this. We're so you know. We're trying to decide, you know, do they need, you know, the the Sherlock, or do they need, you know, the Codex, and and you know, he'll he'll pick my brain a little bit, and we'll go back and forth, and you know, he he's been so good, and and what they do for us is as far as sponsorships with the publicity and the name itself is they've they've always been there for us, and I'm so thankful for Storm and Road Grip and all all that they've done for us. Well, and and you wouldn't know this, but Ralph Solon was actually the best man in our wedding. He was my oh wow, yeah, yeah. He's been a, a lifelong <laughs> yeah. friend and uh, and and really my best friend. So and that, so I couldn't attest to the quality of a person that he is, you know, um, any more than yeah. than than that. So that's awesome. Um, oh, oh well, 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 Ralph's been great. Yeah. I, I just he he, surpri- he surprises me all the time. I get a um, it, it never <laughs> fails. He has this perfect timing. If I'm having if I'm having a bad day, I'll get a phone call from him just out of the blue, and I'm like I don't know how he knows it. Well, but he just always has a way of, of brightening things up, and and better yet, he'll just pop in sometimes, and he's like, "Hey, are you in your office?" I'm like, "Yeah, well, I'm downstairs." I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> so, you know, he stops by and uh, you know does these little pop in visits with us from time to time as well, and it's it's always great to to see Ralph as well, so as well as any of the storm guys. That's perfect. All right, all right. Well, thanks, Joey. I appreciate uh, appreciate your time uh, making time for us out of your schedule. I know you got a lot of stuff going on, and. Uh, um, best of luck to Emanuel College, and best of luck to the team coming up here in Vegas. And we'll uh, maybe we'll touch base uh, later on near the end of the year, and uh, just see how things have, have been. All right, Rob, well, I appreciate it, and th- thanks a lot, and th- thank you guys for for all that y'all do to help support college bowling, and, and especially help us here at Emanuel College. <laughs>